Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Bard Law Podcast. I'm your host Sara Kazmi and today I have invited barrister Shweb Razak. He is a founding partner at AR & Co, law firm based in Islamabad. Uh, he has a law degree from Oxford University and he did his bar finals from BPP. He has been practicing in Pakistan for more than 22 years and his areas of expertise includes constitutional law, corporate law and intellectual property. Uh thank you so much sir for being on the show. How are you doing? Fine, thank you very much. Uh sir, just to give you a little bit of context to the podcast because it's still very new. Uh most of our listeners are young lawyers and their law students primarily from Pakistan. and uh, for the past 12 years that i've known you i've seen many associates pass through your firm myself included so i thought it would be great to share your perspective um about lawyers that are new uh in the profession so let's just start with when a law graduate that doesn't have any experience or very little experience comes to your office looking for a job what is it that you look for in a cv or in person sir i i believe that uh, i don't really look at the cv very much i look at the person and uh, the most important aspect is to look for their eagerness to learn and if they are eager to learn then i think you know this profession is there to provide them with a lot of opportunities the second most important aspect is their capacity to give hours if they can come on time and as a very young lawyer i was trained by abdul afiz bizada the author of the constitution of pakistan he used to say you've got to be extremely charming you cannot impress me with your legal knowledge but i need to be able to like you so when i look at a young lawyer so i see if they are eager to learn they are willing to give time and their capacity to be liked by people we all know that at a initial stage of your professional life it doesn't matter whether you have done your law degree from any of the universities it doesn't matter at all practicing or practice after your education is all together different matter and if you come out of this sort of feeling that whatever was required academically i have done that now this is a new ball game now i look at a young professional like as you might know i would ask them to come in the morning i would ask them to come like half 6 in the morning and if i see that they are coming half 6 in the morning 
fully dressed up and in a very sharp mood. And I would say to my other associates that this guy has the potential, this young lady has the potential to do well in this profession. Yeah, just just for our listeners who think that he's kidding, he's not about the time. Um, I don't know, sir, if you remember, I always used to have this kind of argument with you because I struggled with the morning routine. And I used to say that if we don't have court in the morning and we don't have a client meeting, why can I not come like a normal person at nine o'clock? And honestly, like you could have just said like, well, I come at seven so everybody comes at seven, but you used to say that, well, this is the time that I like to brainstorm ideas, right? Like about like what to do next. It's fine that you have work, but you should constantly be thinking about what else you could do. And it would be nice to have a team around. So I would like my advice would be that if you have a boss that's actually you know, including you in the in the business side of the practice, right? Like how to get work, take advantage of that, whether it means staying back late, extra couple of hours, or like in your case, you know, coming to the office at 6.30 or 7, which sounds crazy, but um, I think that's important. Not many people do that. Not many young lawyers are exposed to that side of it. They're just given work as opposed to, you know, like thinking about how to get how to get work. I would like to add something, you know, whatever you have said, you know, like people, today I came like half five in the morning to the office and I brought my young two uh, sons with me. I honestly believe that for a lawyer, working is very important, but generation of work is more important than execution of the work. So they need to explore different ideas to generate work. Now that was my idea that if you come in the morning, you come in the morning and you can uh, sort of uh, generate ideas. You can talk about creating new avenues for yourself, for your law firm. And that was the idea. Uh, but sir, what about uh, in terms of legal skills? Um, I mean, what is it that you think makes an associate indispensable to you? Like, what do you rely on a young associate for the most? As far as legal skills are concerned, our university, including foreign universities, they do not equip you with the legal skills for a professional. Whatever you learn, as far as your legal skills are concerned, you learn in your practice time, in your pupilage time. Of course, if people most of the students, they are uh, sort of equipped to do research. I would be very much interested or very, very much uh, sort of uh, envious of the fact that some people, they can do very much target research. If you ask them, you know, this is the area where I want you to get some sort of case law. So if they can get, if they are sort of trained by the university to do the target research. And I would be very excited to ask them to come and join us. Because in my 22 years of my sort of practice, I was horrible in research. I, I would generate some sort of idea that, you know, that sort of area I need to look at. But with the passage of time, 
and this is because i was not good with research i would i i would make sure that my associates my juniors they are good in research because i suffered there were some some other aspects i mean i I've, i've been telling my uh, colleagues that you know i was surrounded by a lot of good young uh, research guys including you barrister ali zara hera you know you guys were brilliant in doing the research and i would just simply guide you that this is the area where you need to focus on and you used to come up with brilliant research and this would uh, make our day as far as young professionals are concerned you know at the cost of repeating myself they cannot impress with their legal skills they need to make sure that they are here to learn the trade Hafiz Pizada used to say, "You've got to spend years and count them as your days. And if they are willing to learn, if they are willing, in our country, people believe that legal profession is all about litigation. We need to let them know this is not about litigation. Ninety percent of the legal works is not comprised of." litigation so when we ask them to come in the morning you need to let them know that intellectual property right intellectual property litigation maybe i'm the only guy in the city who's pursuing this on academic level as well as litigation level so i believe that they need to make sure and second sara there is no competition in this profession but you are lazy yourself honestly you want to be at the top of the profession work hard and this is no 9 to 5 job a lawyer is a lawyer 24 hours so if they have that sort of attitude that we have done the education this is time to practice make sure you work hard what about um so this is a question i do get asked by literally those that are trying to figure out where to work and so you know there is that question do you go for the big name firms or do you go for like you know the chambers or the smaller firms and i find that a lot of um you know associates or young lawyers they may be working at a firm where their just performance is average just because maybe they're not able to connect or it's just not the right place but then they're sticking it out just because it it's it's a big name firm what's your take on that like what would what would you say to anyone that's working in a firm but they're not exactly indispensable to 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 the partner you know they're not as valued as maybe some of the other associates i think if you believe that you are going to survive in this profession and make it somewhere you realize very early on that if you are working in a big firm with very limited opportunities for you to grow up and learn you come out i was with abdul afif zada that was the biggest name in the profession but 6 month down the lane i knew that i need to move on and i need to get somewhere because you 
live in a very protective environment. You have been given a brief. You will never be able to present yourself in the court because you cannot represent Abdul Hafiz Pizada. So you will never learn. You will shadow him. You will accompany him. You will sit in the negotiations. You will sit with the client meetings, but you are not in a position to do it yourself. So make sure you go to a firm where you get the opportunity. If you never get a chance to present your case before a high court, before any district court, you will never be able to learn. So make sure you go to a law firm where you get the opportunity to appear before the court, sit with the client, and you get this feeling that if I am going to leave this uh, law firm and start my own practice, at least I have done some sort of work which is going to help me as an independent lawyer. So big names, I believe mostly in most of the cases, that is not for the professionals. That is some sort of social status, some sort of family requirement. Oh, I, I work with this organization. I work with this top-notch lawyer. But if you really want to work and if you want really want to become that top-notch lawyer, you have to start working and you need to start appearing before the court and in the big chambers and mostly in the big chambers, you have very limited cases. Like you have one Supreme Court matter, the most high profile case, but that is the only case you're going to come across in six months time. You need to work in a vibrant law firm where you, you interact with the client and you get the feeling of real profession. Because at the end of the day, you are. this is a profession of independent people. You cannot be with the law firm, with the senior for the rest of your life. You are going to have your own law office. You're going to have your own law firm. So the sooner, the better. Yeah, speaking of, you know, starting your own practice, that's also... Something that when you have young lawyers, they they start working, but then their aim is eventually that they want to have their own practice. But they're often met with this advice that, no, it will take you two years or three years or five years. You know, that varies depending on who's giving the advice before you could do anything to make it on your own. Right. So what's your take on that? I believe that this is a very uh, subjective approach. You know, I would not suggest that, you know, you should start your own practice within a couple of years. Because I believe that you have not learned anything which is going to make you uh, independent uh, professional to deal with the clients and to, um, uh, uh, to deal with the court appearance. I think if you are with a law firm and if you have enough experience or if you have enough time to, you have tasted the concept of litigation, and if you have acquired certain skills, because in the independent lawyers, the most important aspect is dealing, dealing with the client. Because in a law firm, you will never get a chance to deal with a the client. They might give you an opportunity to go and present the case in the court, draft, do some research, but they will never 
allow you to go and sit with the client. And if you have not learned the art of sitting with the client and getting the case, as an independent lawyer, you would not be able to survive. Because at the end of the day, in this profession, you have to not only work, but you need to have the capacity to generate work. A lot of good lawyers, brilliant lawyers, whenever they come out of a law firm, they are not in a position to generate a single brief. Eventually, they have to go back to the law firm. Maybe they are good lawyers, but in this profession, there are two aspects. Getting your work and then making sure to, to execute the work in accordance with your expectation, expectation of your client. So I would say, if you believe that you have learned the art of advocacy, or for that matter, whatever you are going to do. But the most important aspect is, I'm sure you have learned that as well, how to deal with the client. If you don't get the work, you are in trouble. You won't be able to survive. So if a lawyer believes that I am ready to bring in the work, then he should know. And believe me, in the law firm, they will never give you a chance to even interact with the client. And I think it's also because I've noticed that, again, let's, if you talk about the, the bigger firms, right? Um, I think that a lot of times associates, they see that the clients come to those firms, right? Because so they, they don't really get to see that aspect of you perhaps marketing yourself to a client. All they see is that, oh, a client is coming to this firm. And, you know, and, and so when they leave that firm and they set up their own office, no one's coming to you because nobody knows you. So then it's like, okay, but then, so how do I get work? And they never really learned that side, you know, especially if they started out in like a bigger firm because they never really saw that part about how to get the client, how to close the client, and they just saw the work coming in. And so when I think when they, when they make it on their own or when they start on their own, they're like, okay, well, nobody really knows me. That, yeah. So that is the biggest uh, smoke screen. You know, you believe that, you know, you work with the biggest law firm and, you know, they are getting the clients. And if I get out of this law firm, those clients, they're going to come to me. I and mean, that is the biggest lie because, you know, they don't come to you. They come, they go to that firm. So you need to make sure, as I said earlier, if you believe that you have the talent to generate work yourself, then you can afford to be an independent lawyer. You can have your own office. You know, I, I said to you earlier, they cannot impress the client, but they need to be able to be liked by the client. I used to say this to, like, you know, if I get the client and if I have 20 minutes, and in most of the cases, I got the client. And I still do. A lot of times I have my shortcomings as far as legal knowledge is concerned, as far as expertise are concerned. But you need to let them know this is altogether a different ball game, getting the client.
if you are convinced that you have this talent then go for it but i'm telling you you are not ready for it and if you believe that you have worked anywhere in the world anywhere in a big chamber or big law firm and you think you know you have interacted with the clients and you have the uh, you have developed this talent to get these clients please think again because you're not ready for it because you have not dealt with it you have dealt with it under someone's else room uh, roof you have not put yourself in a position where you independently interacted with the clients and convinced them that you are the lawyer and you are going to take care of their cases so th this is uh, and i think people like us they need to make sure that they tell their juniors be ready to attract clients because that is your ticket to independence if you don't know then forget about independent office stay with someone yeah Let's also yeah. Let's also talk uh, a little bit about you know in Pakistan we obviously have you know these two legal education systems. Um, you know primarily we have foreign law graduates from UK and that too you know with the popularity of the international program or what was called the external program you know in our time. Um, you have that, and then you also obviously have your Pakistani law graduates. Now you've sort of touched upon this that you think that it doesn't matter um, where you know you've done your law degree from, but because a lot of Pakistani law graduates feel that corporate law firms may not want to hire them because they don't have a foreign law degree, um, just to answer. to them what's your i mean do you agree with this or do you disagree with it and do you think there are strengths and weaknesses to both types of education systems i must say like a decade ago people used to give this preference to uh, foreign graduates uh, foreign graduates that was my time <laughs> yeah your time yeah I I remember I, I you know sorry to interrupt but I remember um that was the time where I would be I would go for an internship and the fact that I had I was an external student there was this sort of positive presumption that oh I you're an external student wow you must be smart you must know how to speak you must know how to write and I felt like I didn't really have to do much initially like just having that law degree was such a you know it was such a plus but i think over literally as you said over 10 years i've watched that perception change and now to the point that there are some firms that actually have this sort of a general rule they they'll make exceptions but they actually have this rule we don't want to hire external students and so because i teach law students and i tell them that those days are long gone when you could just rest on a uk law degree and especially this external degree because i think there is that shift that 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 happened i i i think you like you know if i have two candidates one with a pakistani degree and one with foreign degree 
I am not going to sort of uh, give any preference to anyone. I would ask them to come and uh, I will conduct an interview and that interview will determine whether they are going to join my firm or not. The advantage to a foreign graduate is that they can write a bit, they can do a bit of research, but that's all. Profession is, professional requirements are more than that. We have one young guy who's done his law from Punjab University, he's done his LLM from Islamic University, and uh, he's brilliant. Foreign graduates, they would be seeking advice on a very obvious level of uh, legal question. And he's more than happy to guide them. Coming back to the real issue, this profession is not about your university education. You've done the degree. And if you have got yourself enrolled as an advocate, then sorry, it doesn't matter. You might get the opportunity to uh, step yourself in. But you cannot survive purely, purely on the basis of your academic excellence. Even if you are the best student, you have no chance in the profession. If you do not possess certain other skills. The thing, I, the thing that worries me for the young lawyers is their element of hurry. Just be around, work hard. And four years, five years down the lane, if you're good, you are going to enjoy it so much. You're going to be so much absorbed by it, by it that you're going to come four o'clock in the morning. Hell, I just want to have these 10 days of holidays. They killed me. I went to golf like twice a day. And still I was coming to the office. And you know, my neighbors, they would say, what are you doing in the office? I said, no, I was just going through it. I, at the, at, I'm, I'm, I'm nearly 50. I am so excited in the morning to go to the office because this profession has given me everything. So four or five years down the lane, if you work hard, then you're going to love it so much. People will talk about you, but you're not going to talk about it. You're so much, you're going to be so much in love with it. Then it doesn't matter where you've done your law from. A lot of people like, you know, criminal lawyers, look at them, they are minting money. They are enjoying their life. And none of them is from UK or America, or for that matter, any place. They're from Punjab University. So you need to, you know, like, frankly, you need to tell them, you know, like, this is very fake world. You've done the degree, wherever you've done it. Time to work. Time to kill yourself. Come in the morning, work hard, learn the brief, 
do your search and start thinking constantly. I'll, I would love to do constitutional matters. And I just wait for my next law journals. Whenever I get my new journals on my table, I am very excited for the whole day. I take them to my house. I take them to my golf club. I read what has happened in the last month. So if you develop that sort of interest in you to learn about law, the superior courts, you know, like at times, you know, you feel, um, you feel good that I can talk about it. And this is that they have done justice to the constitution. And this is where I'm going to challenge them whenever I am in the court. So that sort of excitement, that sort of interest you need to develop within you. Then this is the greatest profession in the world. Every day is a new day. So me and you, if we can sort of convey this message to them, to the young lawyers, this is the best profession. This is the greatest profession. Work hard. Fall in love with it. Then you have no issue. Yeah, I mean, I think you've, yeah, I think you've given quite a lot, you know, uh, to think about, but with now the end of another academic year, hundreds of students, at least just in Islamabad alone, are giving their exams and they're going to be looking for jobs now in the summers and making that transition. Uh, again, like I said, you've given some great advice, just like on a, on a parting note, any tips or advice for students that now they're done with their degree, they've given their exams, and now they're looking for work. Do's and don'ts, anything that you would like to share? Look for any law firm. Do not waste a single day. You're done with your exams, just join any firm, any place. Anyone who has a license knows better than you, more than you. Join him. Do not waste a single day. A great profession you have joined and a great profession is waiting for you. And this profession is going to give you everything, whatever you have imagined in your life. Do not waste a single day. I was called to the bar on 23rd July, 1997. It was Thursday. We got free by one o'clock at night. And on Monday, on Sunday, I was working with Abdul Hafiz Pizada in Islamabad. Called to the bar in London on Thursday. On Sunday, I was in Islamabad and I was working with Abdul Hafiz Pizada. Not a single day to waste. You are done with your exams. Go anywhere. You will learn. And if you are willing to learn very next day, Sarah is a great profession and you know it, you know it. Yeah, I, I think you're right. I think a lot of people, they do waste many months, you know, just to just to start. So I think, yeah, that's that's a great perspective. Uh, sir, before I let you go, um, for anyone that does want to get in touch with you or if you don't want people to get in touch with you, that's perfectly fine. But what's the best way to reach out to you for anyone that's listening? 
I think email is the best. Email is the best way to get okay. in touch. Okay, I'll just add that to to our description. So yeah, uh, thank you so much, sir, for taking the time out and sharing your experience and your wisdom with us. So thank you for that. Thank you very much. It's always been fun, you know, talking to you, and hope to see you very soon. And thank you to everyone else for tuning in. Please do subscribe to the Bard Law Podcast. Um, if you have any comments or feedback, um, the email is in the description. So please feel free to reach out. Uh, also share this with fellow lawyers and law students in your network.